Welcome, welcome everyone to the Unhacked Mind Podcast, formerly known as the Christian Therapy Podcast. I do count it as a privilege that you have chosen my podcast. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I appreciate you and I truly appreciate you for sharing this podcast on your social media platform, as well as taking the time to rate my podcast with a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you are brand new to this podcast, I hope you enjoy what I share with you on this episode as well as previous episodes, and I sure hope you decide to come back. I try to post at least bi-weekly episodes. If you subscribe to the podcast, you will be notified when I've posted a new episode. One thing I would like you to be aware of is that I'm a licensed mental health professional practicing by way of telehealth for the state of Maryland and Georgia. However, my podcast is not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. What I do in this podcast is inform, educate, entertain, and I sure hope I encourage. Lastly, I'm a published author of three books, Mission Uncomfortable, Getting Out of Your Comfort Zone for God, My Purpose Then and Now, and The Unhacked Mind. I also have the Unhacked Mind Academy for online self-study courses dealing with mental health and life circumstances. All of this information can be located in the show notes. Make sure to listen to each episode all the way to the end to learn how to connect with me. Okay, let's get this episode started. If you're anything like me, you have had moments where you are ready to go do a thing and you're on your way to do something or you have um, a time set for some event and all of a sudden something happens and things go wrong. What is the first thing that you do when that happens? Well, if you're anything like me, you might go into panic mode immediately go into panic mode, especially if it's a a moment where someone calls you and tells you something happened and you can't get to that person, you immediately go into panic mode. I know because I get those phone calls often from my adult children. I get those calls often from other family members and friends and just like them, I usually would go straight into trying to, you know, fix a problem or figure out a problem, but immediately I'm panicking right along with them. Well, one thing that I have come to understand about panicking, panicking turns on the stress response system. In your mind and in your brain, actually in your brain, not your mind, but in your brain, Immediately when that happens, your heart starts racing, your breathing becomes rapid, your brain gets this alert saying, oh my gosh, there's something wrong. Let me send out some hormones to calm this thing down or to keep this person alive. And so it sends a rush of hormones throughout your bloodstream to help keep you alive. And sometimes what's really happening It's not even a real crisis. Yes, something changed, something got adjusted, something is affecting another situation, 
but it's not always meant for you to panic. And panicking does nothing. Panicking interferes with our ability to plan. So it is best for us to learn ways of handling situations when things change. Don't panic, just plan. So in our minds, what's happening in our minds, we already said what's going on in the brain. The brain just thinks there's a a major bear chasing you or a lion chasing you, but your mind perceives things as a real crisis. And what will happen is immediately your mind starts creating an outcome that you have no proof of and no control of. You just start thinking about all the things that can go wrong and will go wrong. But instead of doing that, creating these narratives in our minds that we don't have proof of, that we can't even control, why not at least challenge what we're thinking? And instead of dreading, why don't we just write down or think about or at least talk about what we can actually do since something has changed. Most of the time, our narratives are way off target. I know because I used to do it so often. Soon as something changes, I immediately say, oh my gosh, um, this is going to happen. Oh, wow, this is going to happen. What if this happens? Oh no, now this is going to happen. I go so far into the future with my own narrative that I get far away from what originally was supposed to happen in the first place. So we have to be careful of the narratives and the beliefs that we have the moment something changes. When you get word that something has changed or a plan falls, you know, by the wayside, at that time, the first thing that we should all do is take a few deep breaths. Okay. Let's assess the situation. That's something that you can do immediately on the spot. As soon as you hear about something changing or something happening, instead begin to plan with outcomes that will be more likely to happen as opposed to the ones that we created in our own minds. After you take some deep breaths, gain control of the situation. Find out what are the actual facts about what's happened or what's changed. Find out who is involved and determine who's going to be affected by these changes. Next thing you would want to do is think about what you can do, what you can do, what the person that might have told you about the change can do and any other parties that are involved, what each person can do to make the situation better. Planning can actually improve the situation and sometimes even for the better, but we won't know that if we're in panic mode because once the stress response system is turned on, We get in a lot of cortisol and adrenaline flooding our bloodstream, and it is really difficult to make rational decisions in that time. So think about the person that is calling, telling you about what's going on. 
Think about the way that they usually handle situations. Consider the way that you normally handle situations and try to determine whether or not that's going to be helpful in this new situation. And when you realize panicking won't make anything better and it will be better off to plan as opposed to panicking, then you'll get control over the situation. At least you'll get control over yourself. Because really, that's really the only thing that we have control over is ourselves. So just take a few moments and just decide what will be better for me and for everybody that might be involved. And sometimes when there are two people and only two people involved, it is always noticed that one person is overreacting way more than the other person. So hopefully it's that person that can de-escalate the situation. And I know that sometimes when something major happens, we can be real irritated by that person that seems to be so calm through the whole situation. I know I used to get that way. I'm panicking, I'm tripping, I'm having fits, and I have this person talk about, calm down, it's okay, don't worry about it. And I'm thinking, what do you mean calm down? Something such and such and such is happening. But the thing in reality is both people cannot be panicking because that really makes the situation that much worse, twice as worse. So try to learn to be the person that can calm down and assess what's going on and figuring out what can be done about it. What can you do about it? What can they do about it? And who you may get involved in this situation that's going to be, that's going to help you with whatever's going on. Don't panic, just plan. Everything is uncertain. We have no idea how things are going to turn out. We cannot predict the future. We don't know what the outcome is going to be. So plan instead of panic. And, and when you do that, your brain will stop sending that rush of hormones throughout your bloodstream. You'll gain control of your breathing and that cortisol that goes into your system will slow down. Deep breathing will help give you the hormones that you need to be able to clearly think. So hopefully that information is enough to get you thinking about how you normally handle situations when there's a crisis. My hope for you is that instead of panicking, which causes you to be become very, very elevated in the way that your heart beats and the way that your breathing, you know, elevates or speeds up rather. All of that is not healthy for the body. So until the next time, good mental health, good spiritual health, and as always, good physical health. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. I sure hope you enjoyed that episode. Please feel free to share us on your social media platform or giving it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You can reach me on my website at unhackmind.com or life-counseling-transitions.com. All this information will be in the show notes. All right, take care and I hope you come back.